When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What you doing? I'm oh, just hanging out. What are you doing? I mean, just sitting here doing a radio show. 651-641-1071. No, seriously, that's the question. What you doing? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What you doing? I, you know, I mean, Wow, so okay, how did this one come up? I know it sounds wonders. so lazy, but here's the thing. I've been realizing like every conversation I have has gotten 90% more boring in my life because nobody's doing because we can't do things right. And like even when I'm planning our show for my part, you know, you and I each bring like something to talk about. Right. Yeah. That we can toss out to the audience. The audience can call in. We can talk about things. Let's talk about it. But there's nothing to talk about. It's, it's just like so. Just, so what well, you doing? Here, here's the, what the, you doing? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. The truth is, it's slam pianos in the terms of like mm-hmm. you can't say like. I mean, there's only so many times you can say like. You know. What are you going to do? Right. (laughs) That's the very little you can do. We've had all all those conversations. So, hey. What you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Do we have people calling in? Uh, yeah, we do. Yes, yeah, awesome. people. Busy. What are they doing? I don't know yet. We I need talk ideas. To Let's talk to Charles. Charles is here. Hello, Charles. <gasps> Yo, this is Vinny. Vinny Barbarino from Mr. Carter. Uh, hey, I'm out Vinny. here towing and having a good time and enjoying the weather, so I'm out and about. Is it nice out, Charles? Yes, it is. Good. So Charles Thanks. is doing impressions. <laughs> He's Vinny Barbarino. I was trying. You I was did, trying. I thought you did a great job. Thanks, Charles. Uh, seriously, we're just asking you what you doing. Let's go to Emily. Emily's on the line. Hey, Emily, what you doing? Hi, I'm on my way to pick up a garden that I built last weekend. I hold Home Depot buckets, and I live in this tiny apartment in St. Paul. So it's the closest I'm getting to gardening in downtown. Oh, okay. Well, I'm super excited. When you said building a garden, I'm like, what does that even mean? But so you've actually created some garden boxes that you can use on your balcony? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a raised table that holds like Home Depot buckets. So we're going to put tomatoes, um, herbs, pea plants. We're super excited, me and my neighbors. Uh, we've been social distancing and it's been awfully boring because most of us are restaurant workers. So oh. um, I love this. Yeah, I figured that was. Pretty cool and not super boring, hopefully. Yes. No, that's great, oh. Emily. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. Have fun. Keep us posted. And hey, the benefit, fresh food. food. Right? Right? 651-641-1071. What you doing? What are you doing? I'm just sitting here answering the phones. Let's oh. go to Steve. Hey, Steve, what you doing? Hey, I am driving some medical supplies around. You're awesome. 
Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. What kind of medical supplies? Can you tell us, or is that top secret? Uh, just, just prescriptions. There you go. Lab supplies, stuff like that. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, thanks for letting us hang yeah, out with you. And thanks for doing the Lord's work. Yes. Thank you, Steve. Keeping people healthy. Uh, let's go to Jennifer. And if you want to tell us what you're doing, 651-641-1071. Jennifer, what you doing? I am weaving on a circular hoop. I, uh, I've i been Rusty. going around ask, looking for like people who want to sell their yarn. I've been driving. I drove way out like into farm country, Forest Lake yesterday, and then I'm in Bloomington today, and I'm going all over town picking up fabric and yarn from people and and weaving, weaving, and weaving. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. What are you weaving? Uh, well, I accidentally made a bowl. I tried a hula hoop rug, and I, when I cut it off, it kind of snapped up, and it created this bowl, and, and people were like, oh, I like that. So I thought I would actually try to make one, and I like it. Are you like and a so- yarn bowl? It's kind of like a fabric bowl. I mean, it just huh. kind of it curves up enough where it looks like a. It's about a four inch, you know, depth deep bowl. And so I used fabric strips, and now I'm trying to do it with uh, wool yarns, and to see once I cut it off this hoop, if it'll kind of form in the same same way. So that's really um, cool. Yeah, that I don't know what so else cool. I'm gonna do. Either. Yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> I love it. Have fun, Jennifer. Thanks for sharing. Um, I just had to look up hula hoop rug, and now I feel like I'm going to be make one, making them. Now I'm going to give one to my daughter. Do you I'm see that thing Alexis made? That. It was like a, like a like <gasps> oh the like dicky the wrap thing. Yeah, it was like a oh, wrap dicky so thing. awesome! I she's so talented. I just do. I just make. Hey, look! Blankets. I am grateful for your blankets every night of the week. Mm. So because we lay on it, the dog lays see? on it. That's how you get your dog to cuddle with you. She loves that blanket. Yes, yeah, she do. We literally are asking you what you're doing. We've got Jordan on the line. Hey, Jordan. Jordan, what you doing? I just finished the final season of the Clone Wars. I don't know if you guys are super, super into Star Wars, but it's... Uh, Is it... Was it good? It was unbelievably good. That's the animated series, right? It is. Now, actually, um, the actually interesting part about it is there's a very good fight between... Um, Darth Maul and Ahsoka in the third to last episode. Oh. And it was shot um, live action with people that actually have those like little suits um, that have the yeah. that capture motion and stuff. Yeah. It's a very talented martial artist that actually um, did that out. And the animation is next level. You can actually see like the light in like people's, the character's pupils. And it was just un- unbelievably well done. That's so, so cool. How many seasons is that? That seven. This okay. Is, um, it's a very emotional, um, very, very emotional ending. And is it like hour-long episodes? No, it's uh, it's 20 minutes, about hmm. 20 to 23 minutes, something like that. All right. Um, and uh, if, if you guys have um, if everybody out there has kids that are like between like 8 and 10, it's a great series for them to start to kind of fall in love with a new side of Star Wars that you don't get to see in the movies. I love that. Thank you, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, let's go to Tina. Hey, Tina, what you doing? Damn. I'm on my way home from work. Already? Lucky. What time did you start? I start at 4 a.m. Whoa. Uh, what are you doing for a living? I work for the U.S. Postal Service. Oh, oh thank we love you. you. Thank you, Tina. You're amazing. Thanks for all you guys do. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Tina. Thanks for calling. Um, and just a quick reminder to everybody, go online to the United States Postal Service website Buy yourself some stamps. 
Just get these stamps. Get the stamps. Because we need that postal service. Let's go to Sue. Hello, Sue. Sue, what you doing? I'm just on my way home from work. I'm a transit driver, and we've been busy um, moving people, getting them to where they need to go. Thank you, Thank Sue, you so for much, the work Sue. you do getting people where they need to be. Hey, Sue, what's it been like being on the front lines like that? How you doing? How are you holding up? Um, pretty good. It's good to have just the consistency and the normal schedule for me, so I appreciate it. And, you know, people have been really respectful of distancing and and um, just being careful. So I feel pretty safe out there, still being able to do my job. Oh, I'm so glad All to right, hear awesome. that, Sue. Thank you for the great work you do. Um, that was fun. It's yeah. fun to hear what just kind of what everybody's up to, what you're doing. Um, we did get a tweet from Brittany who's uh, setting up her Instagram for her handmade clay earrings. Yeah, That's they're very cute, doing. so check her out. Yeah, it's, uh, what is it? Courage, Courage Clay. Clay. Courage Clay. Uh, and also, uh, we got an email or a tweet from Tammy Lee who said, I'm sitting at work listening to you guys. That's it. What you doing? What you doing? You know, maybe we'll do that again. I feel like people really, really grabbed onto that. They knew how to answer the well, question. It was easy. Actually, here's a here's a, a good part, too. In the next hour, what you doing? For dinner. Yeah, we're going to ask you that in about an hour, so stick with us. We feel like dinner tonight. Mm. Like dinner, dinner tonight. tonight. And for me, it is going to be chicken. Oh, look at you. We're feeling like chicken tonight. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, from chicken to cutlery. Oh, wow. What kind of sharp knives we got up next? Well, we're actually talking about Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. This is like the story that won't quit, but there actually has been a recent development. We'll tell you what it is after this on My Talk 1071. All right, so we've got some cutlery news to share with you. Knives on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, Cutlery. Just kidding, not knives. That's a publationship, man. Which is. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to breathe. Publationship is a relationship for publicity, and Cutlery is just uh, Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. Yes. Okay, So, so what's the latest on these two? Well, they have finally reached an agreement, these two. Oh, they've been fighting for hours. So you know that um, they were quarantining, they were divorcing, they were getting divorced in quarantine, right? Which, you know, they're probably not alone, but they're the most famous case of this. Exactly. And uh, of course, you can get a divorce in the time of quarantine. Of you, just, you, can. you can't touch each other, but mm-hmm. they're touching each other because they live together. Well, Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler have apparently reached two agreements in their ongoing divorce saga which we've loosely been paying attention to. Long story, we can get to it in just a moment. But the actual story says that, um, oh, look at this. People obtained some documents. Hmm. What does that mean, likely? means the call is coming from inside the house, so somebody sent them documents. Yeah, right. And the somebody is probably Kristen Cavallari mm-hmm. and or Jay Cutler. Now, in the documents that people did obtain, it was ordered that... Kristen Cavallari shall, quote, be permitted to use marital funds to purchase a new property. That's important uh, because one of the stories we heard was that Jay Cutler was putting his foot down and keeping her from buying a new property Mm -hmm. for her and her kids, Mm -hmm. basically keeping her prisoner in the house. Or at least that's the story that the tabloids wanted you to believe. Right. Okay. So according to those documents, 
until she closes and moves into the new house, the kids will remain at their current Nashville, Tennessee home with the two of them switching off every other week with the kids. Now, that's the second part of this agreement. So, again, they came to a conclusion uh, for an agreement uh, for the raising of their kids. And so they're going to have joint primary custody, meaning they will both be joint primary residential parents, each spending 182.5 days a year with their children. And so, like, they basically came to an agreement. Now, that was quick. That was very quick, especially because Kristen had been asking for primary custody of the kids, mm-hmm. not joint, primary. Mm-hmm. Um, and that seemed to be a sticking point. She also, in order to do that, you had to, like, say there was something going on in your marriage. Right, which is what we've extrapolated um, is the reason why, what was the name? It wasn't irreconcilable differences, which is typical, especially in a celebrity divorce, right? You cite irreconcilable differences. It keeps people out of your business. And then, uh, you know, the kids are cared for and everything is kept kind of, I don't know, on the down low. Yeah. But in this case, it was like, it wasn't marital infidelity, but what was the... It, yeah, it was both irreconcilable differences and that add-on was something like nastiest conductus. Yeah. I mean, like it was... somebody was doing somebody on the side. Yes. Oh. And so whether or not that was true, we don't know, but that was... And by the way, all of this is being leaked to tabloids and the tabloids are not Hello and Us Weekly, mm-hmm. um, which I, I would even pay attention to Us Weekly probably. But this was People, which means they're people. That is the people of Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler were leaking these things, probably her people, to try to get the best deal possible. Like, hey, with the click of a button, I can make the world think you cheated on me. Right. Even if that's not the case, because up to this point, you'll remember... And we didn't follow them very closely, but in the due diligence of finding out more about them, this was like a whole storyline on her reality show. And the bottom line was they both publicly anyway said there were no there was no proof to any of the cheating rumors Mm -hmm. that had been alleged prior to this whole mess. So to then come back and make the world think that perhaps there was, I think perhaps that was a power play on her part to show like, look, with the click of a button, I can get the world to think you a dirty dog Mm -hmm. and you better give me what I want. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. I'll keep dropping these things. Mm -hmm. Now, whether or not that's true, we don't know, but that's the news as we know it. Um, which is fine and interesting. Do you have comments about this agreement? Well, I don't know. I think the first, my first comment is for all the tension that they've been sort of leaving us a crumb trail for, this was a pretty quick resolution. Mm-hmm. And so that... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That is of interest to me. Mm-hmm. I am my interest is peaked. Yeah. No, certainly. And I think more shall be revealed. So I mm-hmm. think we should continue to peak. Yeah. Behind the curtain. Well, they'll keep showing us. Don't worry about it. Um, well, they will, because very quickly after this announcement came, guess what headline I read in people.com? What? Kristen Cavallari is, quote, not looking to downsize after her split with Jay uh, Cutler. I bet she's not. So also, what gross timing for a headline. Right? Right? Like in this moment, you really want to tell people about how you're not looking to, quote, downsize or simplify as she adjusts to her new life announcing since announcing her split. But that also flies in the face of that other story, which was that he was somehow standing in the way of her buying a place. Um, yeah, exactly. They go on to say she's trying to minimize the impact on her kids. So she'd love to bring them someplace really nice, really welcoming, really special where they can start putting down roots and making memories. So, like, I don't want to have to, like, be inconvenienced by my own choices. What? See what I'm saying? I find them to be very strange. Well, I find them to be very predictable in the sense that these are people who want to remain. At least she does. She is trying to maintain uh, you know, the spotlight post her relationship with Jay Cutler. I imagine that's going to take extra work on her part, which is perhaps why she's laying the groundwork with, you know, her next chapter. Because it's the only interesting thing about her. That's true. I mean, you said it, I did. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D bags. We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. We've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Ah. And we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. That name is. Doodoo Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Duty Bag, Duty Bag. Do you want to see who's in my duty bag? Ye- Yes. Okay. Shamila. <laughs> What's a Shamila, Colleen? That's a publicationship, a relationship for the purposes of publicity. And a Shamila would be a Camila Cabello and a Sean Mendes. Uh, headline. Well, I'm not even going to tell you the headline. I'm just going to say they grossed out Twitter by saying something real nasty about uh, Sean Mendes at Kids' Choice Awards. Uh, both of them, actually. So um, they were talking, you know, this happens on occasion. They accepted a Kids' Choice Award on Saturday for favorite musical collaboration. Oh, fun. You know, because they did that Senorita. And I think we all love that song, Senorita. That's not how it goes. It's go. What? What is it? I don't remember how the song goes. Senorita. That's Despacito. Oh. I love it when you call me Senorita. senorita. Is that a cha-cha? Anyway, so they accepted the song. Now, during their virtual acceptance... Is that speech, a cha-cha? <laughs> or a Roomba. 
they um, had their virtual acceptance speech and the couple expressed their gratitude and everyone's like, oh, thanks, guys. And so they go, listen to this. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for the Kids' Choice Award. We love it so much. That's what Sean said. And then um, he goes on. This is so cool. I literally have watched the Kids' Choice Awards for, like forever. I wish I were there. we were there to get slimed. Because, ah! you know, that's what the Nickelodeon thing. Mm, yeah. Getting slimed. They slime them. So he goes on to express how he wished that they could be there, you know, alongside their fans during this moment, yeah. noting that he hopes everybody is staying safe while they're in quarantine and still on the subject of wanting to get slimed. This is where Camila Cabello jumped in and said the following. <clears throat> we love you. Thank you so much for voting. We're going to make organic slime and slime ourselves. Ew. Uh, Ew. That's yeah, nasty. She, uh, she we are going to make organic slime yes. and slime ourselves. Also, why is it got to be organic? Because she nasty. It's <laughs> so nasty. Now, no. many of her fans are too young to understand what she was really saying. Mm -hmm. However, many others were quick to point out that was uh, seemingly sexual in nature. Yeah. The piece of it that makes it sexual in nature is the organic. Organic and then ourselves. Yeah. Like we're going to be in quarantine sliming ourselves. A TMI. That's nasty. That's nasty. Thank you. God, she just made it sound so dirty. That's so nasty. Why did they have to do? I mean, let's be frank mm -hmm. for a minute. If we said that, we would know what we were saying. Uh, we would. Yes. And they ain't dumb. Well, no, because they've been trying to play us for all these yeah. months. And then I thought, I wish I was there to see the tone, because I wonder if it was like, you know how those people, like those two in the hot tub on that Saturday Night Live sketch were trying to make the you, like, like they were just way over the top? Like, are they that couple, or are they trying to make us think they're that couple? So right. was she like, we're going to make our own organic slime? <laughs> Ew. That's so nasty. gross. That's disgusting. Sorry, I had to share. I mean, I'm sorry you had to share as well, but now thank, here we are. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, do you want to know who my D-bag is? Yas, please. Alfonso Merlos. What is an Alfonso Merlos? Right, exactly. You don't know him, but he's a big deal in Spain because he is a uh, he's a broadcaster. He's a newscaster from Spain. And just, okay, so this, I do find this to be really interesting. Okay. That we're not, everybody across the globe is having their newscasters do at-home newscasts. Oh, for sure. And I, I actually kind of enjoy that. I think it's kind of fun to yeah, like flip treat. through the news and see people's, you know, homes in, as their backgrounds, right? Well, he's no different. So the Spanish newscaster, Alfonso Merlos, he's doing his Estado de Alarma broadcast. Okay, the state of alarm. Or yeah, something. or something. Um, and he is, uh, he's in his home doing his remote broadcast. And what should happen? But a scantily clad woman wearing only a brassiere oh. walks within full view of the camera. Well, who is the woman in the brassiere? Well, that is the problem. Because he apparently had been dating some lady who was a famous person in Spain. Okay. Um, she was uh, 
Okay, so, okay. This is the dirt, but it it's like, just go with me. Okay, I'm going. So he had been dating a woman who had been a contestant on Big Brother. Okay. And the woman who was scantily clad in the background was not that woman. Oh! But it was, was another... It was another woman. Oh, Dos Mujeres Un Camino. And it was a familiar woman. It was another journalist <gasps> by the name of Alexia Rivas. I mean, it oh, this, almost... I want to watch this telenovela. I, I was just going to say, it reads like a telenovela. Um, now, he, of course, wants his viewers to know, um, like, they'd already broken up. He'd already broken up with this big brother lady, and then this journalist was... You know, they're doing their thing and it's not a big deal. But the big brother woman, Ms. Lopez, was like, no, we did not break up. We were in the middle of an argument. Yeah. Awkward. And so he was stepping out, but he wasn't stepping out. He was letting other people step in. Why? Why does that just seem like I this is so stereotypical, but it just seems like, you know, He's just, he looks the part of like right? the Lothario, like I can't be bound by just one woman. I mean, he's an attractive man, but can we just talk about like a few things here? Yeah. Number one, a scantily clad woman being in the shot of an a newscast. Yeah. It reminds me of the, we shared a story a couple weeks ago. <laughs> the lady whose husband was like washing his junk in, junk the, shower in the shower while she was doing a shot. She's like, ah. for, yep. Okay, so <laughs> it just feels to me like that would be a time and a place where you'd be abundantly aware of the fact that the camera that was on you was going to be broadcasting to many people. But that's why I'm just like, he's probably just like, I am so full of sex. Yeah, it's going to be like, people are into that stuff. But then to double down on that, she's also a journalist. So you'd think that she, and she's only wearing a brassiere. So you're not going to walk around. You're another yeah, like maybe newscaster. Be, you're probably not going to walk like, around. I'm going to hang out in the bathroom. Like, you're just <laughs> not going to do that. Is that a Spanish word? <laughs> but think about that. Like, we know, you know how this is because we broadcast oh with microphones. I, we, we are aware okay. at all times when our microphones are on. This is my... Unless we're not we're aware. Not, and then they're on. <laughs> and then people happen. have to call us and say... Hey, um, I can hear you. <laughs> Your mic talking, is on. And you, you hear idiot. me say, um, Chirac and Boreas. Oh, forgot them. Chirac and Boreas. It happened. It That's happened. a true story. Yeah. <laughs> but long story short, I'm going to pee my pants. Um, oh. So I really got to pee and I can't laugh. Um, this, like, I am so phobic that, like, I shut my blinds when I'm watching, like, Game of Thrones. Because I don't want somebody walking by the right. house and seeing, like, you know, the naked people get murder. Hot and, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're going to judge you right. for yes. watching that out when you're watching. Room. Like, Which they saw in like three seconds. Yeah. I mean, and it also, why are you looking in my window? Exactly. Yeah. But you'll keep them out. Yeah. It's totally understandable. Yeah. So, like, I, if I were like, oh, I'm going to go live. There's no chance you're going to see my lover pantsless in the background. <laughs> I know. So that's the thing. I mean, that's why you feel like this had to have been on purpose, right? Because it's not even just one newscaster, but two. And one of yeah, them like, is pantsless. Both not paying attention. Well, and I'm just going to... 
And look at her just casually leaning up against what is that in the background, like flipping through her phone with no pants on. It's very strange. I checked out her Instagram account. Oh, Oh. yes. Do you tell? Journalist in loose terms. Okay. 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 So it's like a. Sort of like a Mario Lopez style journalist. (laughs) Exactly. Just checking. Lisa Gibbons. (laughs) Oh, man. But, you know, listen, like you said, Bradley, this is a telenovela I would tune in for. Yeah, no, I'm I'm watching this episode where you find out that you're... (laughs) Uh, significant others cheating on you I mean, on a live newscast during a pandemic. Yeah, like it does. <laughs> everything about it is crazy. More like pantsdemic. It is dos mujeres <laughs> sin pantalones. Yes, two ladies without pants. Thanks. I think I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> you know, sounded good. I would watch it. <laughs> Sell it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, Bradley, I've brought you a gift. It is a gift. <gasps> you brought me a Diet Dr. Pepper finally? Mm, sorry, too late. Already oh, drank it. Um, no, I brought you a gift in the form of a story about Elon Musk and Tom Cruise. Ooh. Also, in case you all heard that Elon Musk and Grimes had a baby, the that is actually true. The baby has a very strange name. We can't pronounce it, so we're going to plug that into Google Translate and see what comes out. Can't wait. It's going to be fun after this on My Talk 107.1. Bradley, I brought this special for you. Oh, it's a story. Nice. It's apparently a very true story because it's written in Deadline.com. Okay. Which, that's like a legit trade. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. This has to do with Elon Musk and Tom Cruise. Apparently, the two of them are in talks for Tom Cruise to shoot a movie in space. Okay, I am very actually curious about this. I'm dubious only because it's Elon Musk and I don't trust him, nor do I trust Tom Cruise. But tell me the actual story. Okay, so I don't know a whole lot about it. And actually, they don't report a whole lot in Deadline.com, only that the two of them, Elon Musk and Tom Cruise, are working together with NASA to uh, to create the first narrative feature film, an action-adventure which would be shot in outer space. That's it. I wonder like what that means. I just have so many questions. Like, so will it- no studio is in the mix yet at this point. Okay. So it's not like there's a studio behind it going, yeah, we support this space movie. It literally is just kooky uh, Tom Cruise, who probably is trying to find Xenu yeah. in another universe. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just like, yeah, to Elon Musk, who also is a little bit. Well, yeah, the guy has like more money than God. And like, he thinks he can just like make stuff happen. And time and time again, it's like, well, I don't know if you're doing a very good job at that. Like, you know, I'll see it when we see it, because a lot has to happen to make that happen. But it also seems totally on brand for Tom Cruise, because Mr. You know. I got to do my own stunts. I almost died making this movie. That's how committed I am to my craft. Well, that's kind of, I think, what's going... It's it's definitely like an ego situation where Tom Cruise is trying to one-up his own, do his own stuntness. Yeah. Where he's like, uh, you know, I already been uh, 123 floors up in Dubai and I got to go to space next. Like, yeah, exactly. he can't not 
constantly be trying to outdo himself. Could be cool. I'm hoping it's more than just like you know an IMAX movie like that looks awesome, but like Like a documentary. You know, I mean, and I'd be there for that, sure, because I love space. And frankly, as we were talking about earlier, uh, right now I'd like to be in space. Well, that's the thing. Space seems like a nice, safe place. Also, though, here's the only. This is my last piece on this because we do have another thing that we need to deal with having to do with Elon Musk. Um, I as as kooky and weird as this sounds right now, I do not think it's so far off. And what I mean by that is, even though I think Tom Cruise is kind of bonkers. And this is kind of a silly thing. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I, I, I don't think this is so far off. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, it. I, I feel like um, the fact that we're even talking about this being a possibility is kind of awesome, right? Because it just shows how far technology has come. I mean, with SpaceX and um, all of the technology that is bringing people to space slowly but surely, I think it's only a matter of time before a project like this happens. And frankly, I couldn't be more excited because that means I'm just one day closer to actually being able to go to space. I know. I will tell you, I think once this thing gets off the ground, it's going to be out of this world. Okay, so I know you thought that was like punny, and it was. Come on, it was kind of funny, right? It was a little punny. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Okay, but you know what really actually is out of this world? It's so out of this world that we don't even know what to do with this. Elon Musk and his are there? Are they married? Is he married to Grimes, or are they? So they had a baby. Yeah, they had a baby, and they named the baby. Oh God, I don't even know what this is. What is this? I looked at it; doesn't make any sense. We don't know how to pronounce the baby's name, and Mm-mm. so it's just a series of characters. Um, we thought, okay, well, because we can't even report on the baby because we don't know how to say the baby's name, maybe we just are going to have to put this into Google Translate and see what it does yeah so let's explain the spelling it's holly i don't even know how to explain it i'm just that stupid there's that a and e together letter that's like that's like a swedish thing isn't it anyway it's an x and when holly when you first described this i forgot about the x when you first described this to us i was like what and now I'm looking at it, and so it literally is. It's not even like this is a name. Like, you know how a name has, like, even if it was a weird combo of letters, it'd be like XYZPDQ. But this is like uh, capital X, space, capital AE, and Google that because there's a name for that, whatever it is, I don't know. So it's like X, space, this AE character, eh, space, capital A, hyphen one two okay so let me just explain to you what that e i together a a a e together is yeah uh when the letters a and e are printed as one squished together symbol they form what is known as a digraph okay 
a two-letter symbol or a ligature. This symbol represents a diphthong, one sound gliding into another within the same Uh, syllable. uh, Archaeology. Archaeology. uh, Archaeology. uh, (laughs) So it's actually the letter is Fonz. Yes, the letter is Fonz. It's Arthur Fonzarelli. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But anyway, so again, to recap... Capital X space, capital R space, capital A hyphen one, two. I don't even, because you don't even put those together. Normally you'd put those together and you'd be like, Zaya 12. <laughs> but this is just like X, A, 12. So we thought, okay, what do we do when we don't know how to pronounce something? Duh, we go to Google Translate. Yes. So Holly has this name. In Google Translate, we're going to hear what Google Translate tells us. This is the English translation. Okay. XA12. Oh. XA12. She made it sound so easy. XA12. XA12. I mean, I don't know. It's got a nice beat and we can dance to it. You know, he is Canadian, so I kind of get it now. He's high in vitamin A. A. <laughs> so it all kind of makes sense. Maybe this is actually a genius name. Okay. Um. Really? I actually think I'm trying. that space is not the highest thing in this story. Exactly. If you're picking up what I'm laying down. Everybody's reacting to it on Twitter with lots of laughter, of course. I'm just trying to Google to see what the heck. It's weird, y'all. It's just real weird. <sighs> XA twelve. Um, color X or our, him. Our best wishes to that baby. <laughs> yes, truly, best wishes. What are they gonna name? What? Are, how are they gonna call? Also, I had never seen the the uh, pregnancy announcement. There's a lot of nipples in it, guys. Okay, I don't know what that means. It means that when Grimes, oh. who's an experimental pop artist, announced that they were having a baby with Elon Musk. Back in January, it was a very topless, nipply picture. I, can't, I don't know what else to tell you. Did you also look up close at the um, Photoshop experience of mother with child? The translucent skin. It's very... Oh <laughs> I just... You know. I'm worried. Uh-huh. I'm worried for this baby. A welfare check seems like it's in order. I... Well, see, this is what happens when you have a babillion dollars. You get to name your children something that nobody else can pronounce. XA12. And then we have to spend time figuring it out. Instead of like just doing us a solid, he's got to, you know, give us something to do for an afternoon. Maybe just donate some more money. I just, I feel like we did our our, our best work there, though, guys. I'm glad XA12. that we figured that out to the best of our ability. It's probably the most positive news he's gotten on social media of late. Well, that's true. Although I don't know. uh, Well, compared to some of his recent things. He's been saying some stuff. He's got some opinions. Mm -hmm. We're not necessarily here for. No. Mm -mm. Okay, then. All right. (laughs) All righty. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, in in this hour, we started by just asking you, what you doing? Hey, what you doing? Now we've got another question for you. Hey, what you doing? For dinner. No, really, that's the question. What are you doing for dinner tonight? That's it. That's the question. That's the segment. What are you eating for dinner tonight? What are you making for dinner tonight? What's for dinner? 
651-641-1071. Seriously, that's what we're talking about. What I know you, you got some dinner? good answers, and they're going to be delicious. Also, if you have a great uh, chicken marinade for Bradley, he'd really be interested in that. Uh, 651-641-1071. What's for dinner? We want to know. Tell us after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.